Hello again, friends, and welcome to Barco Sports Zone. It's time to get you in the zone with some local coach interviews, local sports news information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Barco Sports Zone bench warmers. Larry, Don, David, Jackson, and Allen will all be around this morning to assist. We've got the full crew on board, so uh, we have a great lineup for you as well. Today's interviews will feature all three of the local high school football coaches that are headed to the state playoffs tonight. Adairsville's John Cudd, Cartersville's Connor Foster, and Steve Gates of Cass will each be joining us this morning. And then the BSC Benchwarmers will take a look at this week's college football slate of games. So we're glad you've joined us. We hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. Uh, we were brought to you in part by Rooks Roofing and Exteriors, Schottenkirk Honda, Latitude Blue, Iworks of Cartersville, Oak Valley Designs, Hydro Pro Wash, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Helly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Three-Way Campers, Karen Ayers, Realtor with Atlanta Communities, Day Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, All-Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Blackstone Realty Group, Styles Auto Care, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, and Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments. Well, we're going to open up the program this morning uh, by welcoming in everyone. Uh, good morning, Larry. Larry Gardner with us on the Zoom connection. Good morning, Charles. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing just great. And we also have Coach John Cudd with us this morning of the Adairsville Tigers. Welcome back to the zone and Bartow's Sports Zone on WBHF. Region 6 AAA champions for the second straight year and at home tonight against the Gilmer Bobcats in the opening round of the AAA playoffs. Good morning, Coach Cudd. Good morning, guys. Glad to have you here. Alan, back in the studio, taking care of business for us this morning. Alan, always great to have you with us. I appreciate being here. All right, Larry, we're going to turn this over to you. Uh, voice of the Adairsville Tigers, just kind of take it away. Hey, good morning, Coach. Uh, Hard-fought game last week against the Colts. you got to be proud of how everybody competed. I uh, know that. I want to give a uh, uh, just a shout-out to our coaching staff for just – finding a way to get those guys uh, in the right positions to, to make plays there to, to win that football game. Um, and obviously our kids to, you know, make it happen. But, you know, the guys uh, did a, a really good job of getting those guys in the right places. So, Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I was saying even during the broadcast, this is probably the hardest time the Adairs offense has had all season long putting points on the board uh, in the first half. But the switch was flipped in the second half and, the chains got to moving. What do you attribute the most into the change of production in the second half offensively? Yeah, I, honestly, uh, you know, Coach Conan, um, we talked about it all week with the offense. Is those guys just owning their space, uh, knowing we didn't have Jonathan uh, to play. And, uh, you know, we were going to have to help out those guys that are not accustomed to playing quarterback. And then finally in the second half, we just did that. So, um, you know, just owning their space and, and doing their job, and, and it just kind of paid off there. Yeah, you mentioned being without uh, senior quarterback Jonathan Gooch. I mean, the, the heart and soul of that Tiger offense. And with with his absence, the defense of this team has really kicked it into high gear. And really, uh, a notch or two, they've kicked it up in terms of intensity probably ever since the, the Gordon Lee game. What differences have you noticed since that Gordon Lee game in your defense that is, 
cause them to ratchet up that level of intensity? Uh, just confidence. Um, you know, we've got a lot of guys, uh, obviously, that came in this year that hadn't played a lot before, but now they're just getting that confidence of of the scheme and, and what to do within the scheme. And, uh, you know, they're just playing faster now, uh, you know. So uh, I think they have confidence in and, and it allows us to play faster. Yeah, one of the things that I was paying attention to during the, the actual game there against the Gullah Creek Colts was how the offense and the defense really seemed to pick each other up as the game wore on, especially in clutch time. You know, some of those guys were playing on both sides of the balls as uh, injury and sicknesses were mounting up and creeping up during the game. Talk about the effort in all three phases from your team and the leadership that you begin to see as that game went on. Uh, there's no doubt. Um, you know, you, you can start with uh, Jet Johnson on defense and then, you know, Bobby Campbell coming over as well. And it just kind of trickles to the back end of our defense as well. They, you know, they kind of set the tone up front, um, you know, offensively, um, you know, just having those guys in there that, you know, I think Luke Altizer just had a really good game up front for us. Um, and uh, he, he just kind of got those guys settled down up front that can, you know, to help them kind of settle down and, and get things together. Uh, and then Jamarian just coming in and just kind of taking over there in the second half. Um, which is big. So, um, you know, special teams, uh, you know, Noah had the fumble there the first time, um, but then he comes back and he, he returns the, the kick for a touchdown. So, uh, you know, just uh, guys just playing within our scheme and within our, our uh, scheme of things on all three phases. So that's what uh, it's, it's just been fun to watch this year. Coach, about 30 seconds in this last question real quick. And I know how you're going to say about it, but how important was it for you and the rest of the guys there to finish with another undefeated regional record for the second year in a row? Oh, there's no doubt. You know, we, I think we have a 16-game winning uh, region winning streak uh, that was on the line. Um, you know, I obviously want to, we, we want to win. Uh, we want to win every game we can. So uh, that's just um, – it was just big uh, for the guys just to fight and, and fight through everything we went through last week. He's Coach John Cudd. Uh, Larry Gardner leading our interview this morning with the Adairsville Tigers head coach. We're going to take a break here on Bartow Sports Zone. When we come back, we'll focus in and zero in on the Gilmer Bobcats and the Tigers matchup tonight. So stay with us. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first line of defense. When storms are just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on Bartow County's only master elite roofer, All-Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All-Star Roofing at 770-655-0911 or find allstarroofs.com online. Rest easy under the stars when it's an all-star roof. This is Cartersville's own personal injury attorney, Zach Pritchard. Football season is an exciting time, but if a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck has tackled you behind the line, call us today and hand off that stress to us. We make sure your injuries are treated so that you can get back in the game and continue crossing those goal lines. Don't let insurance companies rush you with their tricks and tactics. With Pritchard Injury Firm's protection, you'll never come out of the pocket. So call me today, 470-420-4200, or Google us at Pritchard Injury Firm.
It's an exciting morning here with Bartow Sports Zone. It's a playoff Friday for three of our local high school football teams. And we've got coverage for you right here on WBHF with the Cartersville Centennial game and a portion, the latter half of the Cass-Kale game for you tonight here on WBHF. We're talking with the coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers and Larry Gardner and his Adairsville Sports Network will have that game for you tonight as the Tigers take on the Gilmer Bobcats. This portion of Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you by Oak Valley Designs, your source for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding. Available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your taste, check out oakvalleydesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away or call 706-331-0315. They're also open to the public right here in Cartersville. They're at 30 River Court. That's just off West Avenue as you head out toward the airport. Update your stair covering or just make your stairs a little safer for your pets or the elderly by helping to reduce slipping. Check out Oak Valley Designs Stair Coverings. Let's send it right back over to Larry Gardner with Coach John Cudd. Coach, as the region champ, you get the privilege of hosting the first round matchup tonight against the Gilmer Bobcats. Adairsville has only played them four times in the school's history with a record of two wins, one loss, and one tie. I was actually a part of the team in 94 that tied them up there in LJ. Um, what challenges do the Bobcats possess to this Tiger team tonight? Well, first of all, uh, off their offense is uh, something we haven't seen, and we haven't seen it in a while. Uh, so they are, um, you know, flex bone. Um, Paul Johnson comes to mind. You know, when you think about their offense. Um, you know, their head coach uh, has been at St. Pius for years and years, won multiple there. He knows what he's doing. Uh, so we, uh, We've got our work cut out for uh, for us just to play, you know, just sound fundamental football and you just having our eyes in the right place. And then defensively, they're a four-man front. Um, they attack the ball well. They're they're young, uh, but they 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 attack the ball well on uh, on defense. They play hard. Um, you know, they got a a pretty good kicker as well. So uh, we we have our work cut out for us tonight. Yeah, they are. You mentioned it. Um... The flex bone slash wing T slash power, just a straight power running team, averaging almost 300 yards per game on the ground. Um, most good running teams are very physical at the point of attack, Coach. How can the Tigers match if not surpass the level of physicality that the Bobcats will bring near tonight? Uh, I, we just got to get off the football. It's um, you know, it's hard to prepare for for that type of offense just because you don't see it, and it's hard to mimic and and um in practice. So we've got to start fast uh, and just know that it's going to be faster than what we can show them at practice. Um, and, you know, on, if we can just keep our eyes in the right place and, and fill the right, right spaces and right gaps, I think we're going to be okay. Um, but um, it's, that's just, it's a hard offense to prepare for, for sure. Yeah. Many pundits, you mentioned it, many pundits seem to think that Adairs should win this game and move on to round two, but how do you keep the guys focused and locked in so that the noise on the inside of the locker room is louder than the noise on the outside? Well, I think our guys understand, uh, you know, with Jonathan out, that kind of brings a new dynamic uh, to uh, to what we're trying to do. We still have some guys out for sickness. Uh, we've got some starters that are still that haven't practiced this week because of the flu and 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 uh, those types of symptoms. So, um, you know, we're. We're a, we're a, we're still a tired and, and struggling bunch right now that we're trying to 
you know, get our guys, um, you know, back to health and back, back to full go. So. Well, with that being said, how would you describe the team's overall morale and psyche leading into this game? Yeah, I think we feel good about where we're at. Uh, you know, we've scrimmaged. Uh, I'm sorry, not scrimmaged. We've played them on JV the last couple uh, last couple of years, uh, last year and the year before. Uh, so we're somewhat familiar with them. Uh, you know, we're going to be playing the same kids. Uh, so, uh, you know, our, our kids feel like, you know, if we can – uh, we can get out there and play fast defensively. We can we can get the ball in space and 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 have some good uh, opportunities to score on offense. Coach, you know, playoffs start tonight. This team has battled so much adversity all season long. I honestly can't even recall a team that has dealt with so much for so long. But how important how important is it from your perspective to see how this team continues to not only battle but handle and overcome so many adversities during the season? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be something we're going to sit back on one day and just and go through all those things and just say, man, you know, look at what we did as a group. Uh, obviously, leadership. We've got some. We've got some coaches that are great leaders. We've got some uh, players as well. Uh, but just being able to to do those things is uh, we talk about it with the kids all the time. And it's uh, it's important that they know that because life is that way. Uh, life is hard and, and we're going to go through a lot of struggles. But uh, the way we've done it together is has uh, been uh, I'm, I'm kind of speechless and uh, how we've handled it this year. Yeah, we, we don't like to mention specific players when it pertains to injuries and illnesses. But when you've got so many building up, it makes the, the strategic aspect of uh, getting a game plan together a little tough. Coach, last year we played Douglas Saturday afternoon, cold temps. It was crazy. Uh, if the weather does play a factor into this game, who do you think your favors? Does it favor the Gilmer running game or does it favor our running game? Uh, you know, I think um, it's going to be a, a tough for both of us if it, if the weather hits because – um, with with it raining, uh, you know, both teams like to pull and pitch or, you know, run triple options. So that's going to be, uh, you know, a key right there. So um, I think it's it's probably going to be tough for both of us in that aspect. Got you. No, you're good. And, you know, you've been in the playoffs several times. you got so much experience both as a coordinator and as a head coach. Um, what experiences can you pull from your past two years here um, as a head coach that will benefit the team in a win or go home situation? Uh, just, you know, that's what we talked about yesterday. Is at, at, Right now, it's a, we're, you know, Coach Conan said yesterday, we we'll to talk to the offense, that we're on a, uh, a one-game contract, uh, one game at a time. And, and I, I spoke to the team of, you know, seniors, this, this could be it. So uh, well, we understand that. And, um, you know, I, I think nobody's ready for this to be over with. So we're going to fight. Uh, as much as we can to make sure we're playing next week. That's Coach John Cudd, head coach of the Adairsville Tigers. They take on the Gilmer Bobcats. You can listen to the game on the Adairsville Sports Network with Larry Gardner. We'll take a news break and be back with more. Do you love the way your home or business looks in Christmas lights, but like the expertise and equipment to get the job done right and safely? Hydro Pro Wash has the answer. We can design and install your decorative lights, maintain them throughout the season at no extra charge, and take them down at the start of the new year. For an exact quote today, call 678-764-3553, find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook, or go to mychristmaslightspro.com. 
Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment. But did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports On. Uh, we want everyone to be nice and safe out there this morning. A little rain about to move through the community, so be careful when you're out and about this morning. We welcome you back into the zone and Bartow Sports Zone. And uh, we've got a little special uh, interview featured for you this morning. We've got uh, the always highly intelligent and knowledgeable Don Startup in the WBHF studios this morning to help uh, lead us through our visit this morning with the head coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, Coach Connor Foster. Good morning, Coach Foster. Good morning, man. Thank you guys for having me. Region 7-5A Coach of the Year. Congratulations on that as well, and welcome back to the zone. WBHF will have the home playoff game tonight. The Cartersville Purple Hurricanes hosting the Centennial team that comes in here as a four seed out of their region. So uh, now we're going to turn it over to Don Startup in the studios at WBHF. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Charles. Thanks, and uh, good morning, Coach Foster. And we do congratulate you also on your Coach of the Year for the region and your players as well. But let's get right into the, the game tonight. Centennial Knights coming to uh, Weinman Stadium, and uh, they coming out of Region 6 is the fourth seed. And uh, Coach Foster, they, they to me, look kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde team, but a couple of really close games here within the region with GAC that they're in and then Cambridge. Can you tell me what you think kept those games close when they played GAC just just a couple of weeks ago? It was yeah. seven, seven and a half. Yeah, first, thank you. Thank you for the kind words. And, um, you know, that's, that's more of a reflection of having great players uh, and a great team. So thank you for that. And um, as far as Centennial goes, you know, you can't, you can't look at the record. The record is an illusion, right? They had they had a new coaching staff, um, kind of a late turnover, a new head coach, uh, and I think there was some movement within the program. I know they had a few that, that transferred out, and I think they had some injuries early, and um, they've done a tremendous job uh, of really kind of rallying the troops, and, and um, you can tell that the, the players have bought in, uh, that they've gotten better throughout the year. I think you see that against GAC. It's it's a group that's determined um, to play their best football at the right time. And, you know, their three wins are all in region play, and even their losses uh, there against some really talented teams in their region uh, were, were really close. So uh, they're they're right there, and they're a 4C, but, that again, it's a little bit of an illusion. Uh, they're, as, they're as tough as anybody in that region. Well, Canes have always kind of hung their hat on defense. Coach Foster, you're an old defensive coordinator as well. What What are the keys for the Cartersville uh, on defense this this week as they deal with the Centennial Knights? Yeah, I mean, it's I think our strong suit this year has been our ability to make uh, in game adjustments, and I think you'll see that again tonight. I hope so. You know, we uh, we've seen a lot of different looks from them offensively. To their credit, uh, they they. Uh, they are all over the place offensively. Um, they, they've got a few formations of the week every week. 
Um, and so we, while we've prepared for what we've seen, it's going to be the adjustments to what we haven't seen. I think that'll be important and the ability to play fast, but still, still mix our looks up. Uh, I think that's always key to our success. Very good. Also, uh, I want to stay with the uh, Canes, uh, probably more about defense, but just about your team. Uh, Coach Foster, my goodness, this year you had some – when we got to region play, we were, first of all, in an extremely tough region. But then we got into some games that were wars with Cass and with Hiram. But in the, the Calhoun and even in the Dalton game, it was like when we got uh, near the second half, just the switch flipped at that point. Can you give me a little insight and give our listeners a little insight? Was that coaching adjustments? Is that motivation? Um, I, I know you didn't go all Bobby Knight on it. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, stay, <laughs> stay nice and calm. You know, listen. Nobody wants to win the game any more than the players that are playing the game. Uh, I think we can lose sight of that. So, I mean, they they know when they're struggling. Um, some sometimes, um, you know, they need a kick in the pants, and sometimes they need a hug. You know, I think it's about knowing your kids individually, knowing your team collectively. This team has tremendous grit. Um, you know, I, I think there's also great leadership and accountability guys that are willing to step up and say hey that's my fault I'm, I'm going to get it fixed or what do we need to do differently um and i think when you can when you can get a, a good mixture of all those things you really got a chance uh, in every game and, and i'll tell you this i, I think all those tight games are really going to serve us well mm-hmm. not only in the playoffs but in life you know if we're, if we're preparing our men to be successful beyond the football field uh having having to uh, display perseverance and grit and mental fortitude all of those things are going to serve them well when they meet challenges in life. Well, Connor, that's one of the things that I love about our coaching staff, that that big picture that comes across with you guys, uh, the culture that you're creating. You not only have tradition, winning tradition, but you create this culture with just what you were talking about. Uh, talk about your coaching staff just a minute. How, how do you all go about attacking that issue in today's culture of helping these kids yeah. on and off the field? First, I'm very humbled to work with such a, an extremely talented uh, group of men. Um, but most importantly, I feel like every everybody on our staff uh, is is mission-minded. They have a calling uh, to serve our community, to serve our players, and to use football as a, as a tool. Um, without that mindset, really what we're doing is insignificant. So uh, for, for our coaching staff, it's about using our platform, which is football, using our tool to influence their lives in a positive way. And it's, it's an infinite goal. We, we can never – truly achieve our goals so we're constantly refining and and reassessing our, our what we're doing within our program to try to try to be more successful in that endeavor beyond just winning football games but to try to make them better men it's truly our goal we even uh, at our staff meeting on sunday that was a huge focus is hey don't lose sight of the mission right now yes we want to mm-hmm. win a state championship yes we got to get ready for the first round but take advantage of this extra time we have with these young men Man, I, I love hearing that stuff, Connor. You know, and we're for you guys. Uh, we try to give your coaching staff props every week uh, because it's just obviously your coaching staff has become a family as well. And when your kids see that, I think that helps them so much stay grounded and so forth. And I'll, I'll say this, Connor, you played football. You're a Cartersville alum. You played baseball as well and probably played other things I don't know about. But uh, along the way there, uh, would you consider yourself, and we'll talk about this more a minute in, in a break, but there's – We have a lot of program kids. We don't have tons of five stars right now on our roster. we got some really, really good players. But would you consider yourself a program kid? Yes, absolutely. And we (laughs) we get back from the break. I I would love to brag on our program kids. Okay. Because they're what makes our program go. 
Well, we'll do it, and uh, we're headed up on a break here. Now. We will get ready to slide back out. We're interviewing Coach Connor Foster, the head coach of the Purple Hurricanes, and they have a big game tonight in Wyndham Stadium with the Centennial Knights, round one of the Georgia High School State Football Playoffs. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband, Trey, and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom-designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full-service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here, along with all of the BSZ bench warmers, and a special interview this morning of Coach Connor Foster with Mr. Don Startup back in the WBHF studios. Let's send it back over to Don and let him visit some more with Coach Foster. Thanks again, Charles, and we are talking to Connor Foster. He is not only the head coach of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, he is an alum, but uh, Connor, is it okay if we call you the poster child for program kids (laughs) here at Cartersville High School? And you want to talk about some of those kids in this program that just hang in there, hang in there, and then they get their shot, and some of them are just the best teammates in the world. No doubt. Uh, I mean, that's that's where my heart is. Uh, I'm honored to be called a, a program kid here at Cartersville and um I, I just there's there's so many so I, I, I I'm sure that I'll, I'll leave out so many um but over the years you know every year probably my favorite part of every season is those those seniors that step up and find a way uh to contribute in a different way to our program whether it be as a starter whether it be as a role player on special teams on scout team you know everybody has in order for us to be at our best, everybody individually has to be at their best in their role. And you see guys that don't give up, guys that persevere, guys that find a way. I mean, just a few off the top of my head, you know, Chad Lynn, Turner Abernathy, Caleb Cooley. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I could go on and on down the line of guys that just they've stepped up in huge moments. Stephen Rouser, yes. um, you know, Tayshawn Carter. Again, just there's so many of them. And truly, like I said before, th- these are guys – uh, that may that may get more out of what we're doing because they have had to work harder. You know, they have had to persevere. They have had to endure when maybe uh, society would have encouraged them to quit. You know, they they persevered and stuck through it and, and continued to pursue the goal. And again, I just have so much respect for them, and I know it's going to serve them well in life. Well, you know, obviously when we look at the roster, Connor, we see the the physical talent on this team, but there's always those intangibles. So who yeah. are the who are those leaders? Who are the go-to guys in those moments when it's on the line? Yeah, you know, I would say, you know, our, our emotional IQ on this team is is pretty high, and that's um that's kind of a rarity with with young teenage boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, today and 
Christian Lando, you know, when it's go time, uh, every, everybody knows, um, you know, he, he's our guy. He makes us go, you know, up front uh, with our offensive line, Malachi Tolliver, Luke Surrett, uh, that they always find another gear uh, emotionally uh, from a leadership standpoint. Connor Brassfield on, on defense um, just just finds a way to make a play in big moments. And, again, that's, that's the grit piece. You know, that's the emotional – uh, IQ uh, that those kids are able to just stay focused in big moments. You know, what's so good about the names that you just called out, if they're your intangible leaders, if they're the emotional leaders, if they're the guys that the rest of the team looks to, guess what? They're also the guys getting it done on the field. And when you put those two yep. together, they are strong, strong leaders. Yes, sir. No doubt about it. Hey, I, I, once in a while, we'll pop through social media and see things. This week I saw, I think, Delroy Hurst may have had a birthday. And I yeah. saw this little name there called Unk. So here's where yeah. I want to go. I want to get off topic a little bit. What are some of the best nicknames on your team? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure I can share all, all of those with you, you know. Uh, so, really, Unk uh, is kind of transformed in our locker room so my wife's family is from mississippi and when you call somebody aunt or uncle that's not actually your family it's it's a sign of respect that you're closer than than a friend you know right so there's a lot of unks we got uncle delroy uncle tay my children um call call him uncle delroy uncle tay uh we got a defensive lineman ryan mushai we call him moto moto um you know from the movie madagascar there's a lot of good ones um, not again, some, some of them, maybe not, not, uh, great to share on the radio, but, um, <laughs> they're, they're kids, you know, they, they keep you, keep you humble. They got names for all of us coaches as well. Oh, I yeah. promise you. Oh yeah. Uh, so they, they keep you humble, keep it lighthearted, uh, keep us young. Well, looking at tonight's round one of the state playoffs, it, 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 are you banged up or battle tested? <laughs> I guess it, it depends on your perspective. Uh, you know, we're. We're certainly battle-tested uh, from going through um, our region. Uh, such great coaching, great athletes. But we are still a little banged up. You know, I think we're healthier than we were a couple of weeks ago. We're Good. getting there. Hopefully, um, you know, we'll be healthy at the right time. Well, I heard you guys talking on the break just a little bit. Obviously, we're in a reclassed year, and uh, the GHSA has now said, here's your new region, Coach Connor Foster. And, uh, oh, my goodness, Alatoona, uh, Cass, Cedartown, Dalton, Hiram, Southeast Whitfield, Woodland, Cedartown, and Alatoona be the two coming in. It looks like Region 7 of the new Class 4A is going to be still a tough place to play. Yeah, it's going to be loaded. Um, Again, great coaches. Uh, I know – Jamie over at Cedartown and Brad over at Alatoona, uh, great men, great leaders of their program. Um, and so, you know, it, 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 you know, losing Calhoun, obviously I think hurts, but I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, adding those two uh, makes it even tougher. Uh, so it's like I said, during the break, it'll be a shame. Somebody with a really, really good football team now won't be in the playoffs again, which is unfortunate. Um, but you know, it creates great accountability in the off season. They, the, the players understand, um, the task that'll be ahead of them. They understand, you know, playing great local teams. Um, they know each other. It's a small world that we live in now. All these kids know each other. And, uh, so they know what it's going to take to be successful. And so in some ways, it, you know, in a lot of ways, I, I think that it makes you better and creates great atmospheres on Friday night for sure. Well, it'll be fun. And uh, the good news, I guess, or maybe bad news for fans, but good news for you, you only have two non-region games to go find. So that makes it a little better for you as a coach and uh, won't occupy as much of your time. Coach Foster, thank you so much for visiting with us today. Charles, thanks for letting me sit in today, and we appreciate it. 
And uh, Bartow Sports Zone is what you're listening to. Coach Connor Foster, Carlsville Purple Hurricane. See you tonight in Wineman Stadium. Round one of the playoffs. At Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville on Main Street, we not only have all the new models like the Civic, Accord, Pilot, Passport, and CRV, but Schottenkirk also has the Electrified Insight, Accord Hybrid, and Clarity Plug-In. Schottenkirk has a large certified pre-owned inventory, and our award-winning staff can match your needs and budget with ease. We have the new Ridgeline Pickup and the Odyssey Minivan, too, so give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda online at Honda of cartersville.com Hey, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. And just passing through on the retirement trail, Mac McKenzie. Mac, what brings you in town? My granddaughter came to visit and was backing out of our camping spot and boom, right into a tree. Oh, no. That's okay. I brought it down to the collision center and you guys took great care of her. Wrote an estimate, dealt with the insurance company, made her feel right at home. When it was finished, the car looked better than it did before. Wow, thanks, Mac. And just remember, at Styles Auto Care, we We can can do do almost almost anything anything to your vehicle except sell it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on this uh, maybe possibility of some rain Friday morning. A little bit of the showers out there, out and around us. So uh, be careful out there if you're traveling uh, out and about. We want to thank our guests from the opening hour this morning, Coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers and Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. And uh, now we're going to welcome in our third state playoff-bound coach of the morning, Coach Steve Gates of the Cast Colonels. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. It's game day. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, welcome back to the zone and Barco Sports Zone on WBHF. Congratulations on the big win over Calhoun a couple of weeks ago now and qualifying for the state playoffs for a third straight year. Yeah, that was uh, it. Was a big night. It was a big night for our seniors, our our program, our parents, our community. It was a it was a special night for sure. We're gonna turn it over to Jackson Hyde now, and he's gonna kind of take us through our visit with you this morning. Good morning, Jackson. Good morning. Good morning, Coach. And back to back to back playoff appearances now for the Colonels, and that's something that. Uh, in the history of Cass Colonel football that we could, we could have never said before tonight. So it's, uh, it's, I'm glad to have you on the air with us. And before we get into Kale in the next segment, let's talk a little bit about two weeks ago in that Calhoun game. Uh, just in my opinion, probably the most complete game we've played all year. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And that's something we talk about with the kids. Um, we've had so many games this year that we've played two quarters, one quarter, three quarters um and and we we do we talk about it a lot about it, it's going to be pretty scary when when you guys put four quarters together and we just happen to do it in the game that we really really needed uh, coach you, you, your backs obviously were against the wall we've been in that position before and we were able to come out on top uh, i want you to talk a bit a little a little bit about one one kid that emerged um in braylon hill and the kind of game he had and and what it took to get him ready to play like he did last Friday or two Fridays ago. Well, he's, he's a young kid. He's just a sophomore. Um, he's a little bit undersized, um, but he's probably a, a top three hardest working player on our football team in the weight room at practice. 
Um, he goes full speed a hundred percent of the time. You never have to question Braylon of, of going hard or not. And it's just the, the timing was right for him to get some carries with Devin being banged up. Um, you know, and I, I learned a long time ago, you, you gotta be careful playing young kids is, as far as, you know, the, the community and the parents and, and everybody and coaches, including me and myself want to see these young kids out there on Friday nights. But there's a downside to that. There's there's what I was taught is setting a kid up for failure. You know, you don't want to set a put a kid out there that's not ready for it. You know, um, and uh, he was uh, he's he's done his time. Basically, he's done his time and, and he's worked his way in there. Uh, nothing was given to him. He earned every bit of it at practice. And uh, he uh, he showed out last uh, Friday night for sure. And uh, keeping on on the same note, on a part of the team that kind of stepped up it was a complete game. Our special teams uh, two Fridays ago, uh, would it be the hands team, uh, the big play to start the game? Tell us a little bit about how you felt about the special teams play last week. Yeah, no, Coach Coach Spencer has done an incredible job with our special teams. Uh, he took over a year or two ago with that. And uh, he, uh, <clears throat> we were just, you know, we had, I don't want to say we had them pinpointed, but we had a lot of things that we knew how and what they were going to do with certain things. And, you know, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Jefferson game last year with our coaches, you know, our coaches and staff had an incredible game plan ready last year for Jefferson. And I felt like uh, that was the same case last Friday night. Uh, defensively last week, Calhoun scored seven points in the first half. And I don't know when the- in my history of following Calhoun football that I've ever seen him only score seven in the first half of a ball game. And the next, you know, 30 seconds here, tell us a little bit about how you felt about your defensive play. No, they're, they're starting, you know, we only got three seniors out there. So we're, we're still young out there. Uh, Devin's just now coming back, but we've got, you know, we've got a bunch of good football players that, that, are learning how to play fast. Uh, we're talking about playing on their side of the line of scrimmage, and they did that. That was the only way to stop Caden Williams, to be honest with you, is to play on their line, their side of the line of scrimmage. So they did that, and uh, we, we slowed them down for sure. Well, it's, again, with this Bart Go ahead, Charles. Yes, sir. He's Coach Steve Gates, uh, head coach of the KS Colonels. We'll have their game for you tonight on BartosportsZone.com. Uh, it's an 8 o'clock kickoff, so we invite you to turn the sound down on the TV coverage and listen to Jackson and myself with the play-by-play coverage with your local announced team uh, on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll take a quick timeout and be back with more from Coach Steve Gates. With agents Kenny Pearson, Christy Breedlove, Dana Artiaga, broker Ashton Willingham, and owner Calvin Evans, Blackstone Realty Group is your full-service real estate team for all of Northwest Georgia. Providing attentive service for buyers, sellers, and investors on a wide range of real estate needs for all types of property and price ranges. Call Blackstone today to find or sell that special home, rental, or commercial property. Blackstone Realty Group, 770-382-6202 and online at blackstonerealty.net. Know what time it is? It's model year end clearance time at Dave's Chevrolet in Ackworth. And that means you can save up to $8,500 off a new 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500. Oh yeah, 8,500 clams. So the way I see it, you've got a choice to make. Get to Dave's Chevrolet in Ackworth right now while the selection is great. Or wait too long and... 
run out of time. Save $8,500 off a new Silverado today. Find new roads online at DaveChevrolet.com. Hey, welcome back. We're having a great morning here on Bartow Sports Sun on WBHF. All three of the local high school football coaches who are headed to state playoff games tonight visiting with us. And we're going to get right back over to Jackson Hyde. He's got Coach Steve Gates. Uh, Coach, again, I want to appreciate your time you took with us here on game day. Uh, Kell High School tonight, 8 o'clock, a team that you are uh, definitely familiar with. Um, start off talking a little bit about their offense. And uh, I think it all starts with the quarterback in Bryce Clavin. Tell us what you know about him and what you've seen on film. Well, uh, Jackson, we may have lost Coach Gates there for just a second. Looks like we may have lost him on the Zoom connection. He's uh, co- reconnecting now. So, Coach Gates, uh, yes, are sir. you back with us? You back with us? Uh, yes, sir. Coach- uh, a team you got tonight, a team that you're familiar with, a place you've coached in the past. Uh, we'll start off talking about that Kell offense, and uh, I think it all starts with the quarterback and, and Bryce Clavin. Tell us what you've seen of him on film coming into this week. Well, oddly enough, is is yeah, I was there four years ago, but the, literally the only one person that I stay in contact with is the principal, uh, Dr. Giles. He's an incredible person. Um, but the, it's an entirely new pro football program, a new head coach, a new staff. When I say they have not one coach on that staff was there when I was there four years ago. So they have done a complete turnover. Um, you know, say call it what you want. I call a spade a spade, but they got new players. Um, they got a lot of, a lot of things moved in, uh, and, uh, um, they're good. They got dudes all over the field. They got good defensive ends. They got good offensive linemen. They got skilled players out the wazoo. Um, they got an incredibly talented quarterback. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's that they're a number one seed and a and nine and one for a reason. Their only losses to a, a seven, a top 10 team. So it'll be difficult. Uh, and talking about the quarterback, Bryce Clavin, he's, uh, obviously, a uh, very athletic quarterback, good passer, can run if needed, um, but he does look to pass first. If, could you compare him to a quarterback we've seen this season? Uh, the the J.D. Uh, what is it, J.D. Daniels maybe, that, J.D. Davis. Davis. Is Davis J.D. Yeah. Davis from Rock Mart it would be the closest thing I could think of uh, to somebody like him uh, that is, is, is as, as elusive, um, can run, pass, uh, leader, good decision making, you know those type of things. He's special. The uh, the defense, I, I know they're somewhat unpredictable. I like to call it an amoeba defense, if you will. They're kind of all over the place. They kind of line up different all the time. Uh, what's going to be the key to moving and be able to run the ball against that uh, that defense? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Besides Parkview, I don't know if they faced players like we got to be honest with you um you know we we are arguably in the toughest region in the state and play those type of teams like we do with the cartersvilles and and hirams and and uh you know again i did it from day one fellas i lined up across from rome and milton and those guys for a reason our kids will not be intimidated ever 
and I don't care if Kel's got, you know, three power five kids or 12 power five kids, our kids are going to, our kids are not going to be intimidated. So we'll, uh, we'll go see what they got and, and punch each other in the mouth and see who still wants to fight. Uh, talking about the physicality of the game, I, I don't know that they have seen a team just looking on film other than maybe a park view that will play them as physical as we as we do. Will that be part of the game plan, going in early, try to pound them in the mouth and see what happens? Uh, yeah, you do. You want to do that. But in the same sense, you know, we have the best wide receiver in the state. Uh, no doubt about it. So you got to you got to get him involved. Uh, and and Coach McCorder does a great job, almost to a fault, of keeping it balanced. You know, he uh, he's very very detailed on on what he likes to call and win as far as run pass, and uh, it's very very unpredictable because he is so balanced. So, but he's also good at taking what they give us. So if they're giving us the run game, he'll we'll stay with the run game. If they're giving us, you know. Uh, passing game, he'll he'll stick with that because we fortunately we <laughs> fortunately we could do both with Brody, so it's a, it's a good it's a good uh, situation to be in. Uh, of course, a question all of our listeners are are uh, are concerned about and want to know about is the health of of I guess your your leader on that team, number seven, Devin Henderson. Uh, he's he, coming around. Yeah, he's coming around. He's uh he's not a hundred percent. But he's he's getting better. He, he's just gonna fight. He's just he's just gonna fight. He's just like an old warrior, old veteran. You know, forty uh, something games started in high school. Um, you don't see that very often anymore. So he's he's gonna fight. I know that. And at the end of the at the end of the night, he'll be out there. Whatever the score is after forty seven minutes, he'll be fighting that last minute. I can promise you that. Coach, I'm going to jump in here uh, for the final take. Uh, you had 13 players honored this week by my count, either as player of the year, first or second all region. Uh, and by my count, eight of those 13 are coming back. So this is still a fairly young football team. Yeah, I've told you guys and Corky Kell people and all that from day one is, is yeah, I've got some pretty sporty players up top in the senior class, but – we're not done yet. We got we got we got some dudes in the in the freshman and sophomore class, and, and our eighth graders just went I don't know seven and three in their season. So we're gonna have some fun around here for a while. Right, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be some fun times around Cass football. We're looking forward to our coverage tonight of Cass at Kell on BartosSportsZone.com. He's Coach Steve Gates. Good luck tonight, Coach. Thanks, fellas. Go Colonel. Rooks Roofing and Exteriors is your answer for all types of services for your home or commercial property. With free inspections and roof insurance claim assistance, Rooks Roofing is a GAF certified contractor completing repairs, storm damage, restoration, and full roof replacements. Rooks Roofing also offers gutter repair and installation along with many other exterior repair services. Call 678-249-7549 or visit rooksroofing.com. Rooks Roofing, where the proof is in the roof. 
Whether you're a fan of the Hurricanes, Colonels, Wildcats, or Tigers, Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is the perfect spot to get your team ready with a meal before the game or celebrate afterwards. Wear your team colors to Sidelines Grill on Fridays this season and receive a free queso appetizer with the purchase of any two entrees. Team trivia on Tuesdays at 7 and music bingo on Thursdays. It's Sidelines Grill where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. Hi, this is Charles Wilson of BartosportZone.com, inviting you to join us each Friday morning from 710 to 9 a.m. for the Barto Sports Zone radio show. We'll interview local coaches, visit with sports personalities, and discuss the hot topics in the world of sports. So join the Barto Sports Zone team Friday mornings on WBHF and keep up with your local sports news at BartosportZone.com. Welcome back to Bartow's Sports Zone. We're having a great Friday, and it's a playoff Friday. Lots of coverage for you both here on WBHF, on BartowSportsZone.com, and also on the Adairsville Sports Network. We'll have all three of the local high school state playoff games for you uh, covered and all of the action and highlights through the WBHF sports team in studio tonight. And we want to thank, uh, first of all, Alan this morning for keeping the ship uh, running. We've done a, the show a little differently this morning, and uh, Alan has kept us uh, at least floating above the the, the uh, waterline, if you will. We want to thank Don Startup for joining us this morning for the interview with Coach Connor Foster. And, of course, we want to thank our other coaches, Steve Gates and John Cudd, for being with us this morning in the opening 90 minutes. Before we turn our attention to some college football this weekend, we want to congratulate and uh, wish good luck to our cheerleading teams from the, the local high schools that will be at the state championships down in Columbus this weekend. Cartersville in action today in the Class 5A All-Girls Championship. Uh, and then we'll have Cass competing tomorrow in the Co-Ed Championship and Adairsville tomorrow in Class AAA. So, Good luck to those three cheerleading teams locally uh, who have advanced to the state finals down in Columbus, and we want to wish them well as they hit the mats to uh, compete at the state finals. Uh, No changes this week in uh, week two of the college football playoff ranking. Ohio State still number one, Georgia two, Michigan three, and Florida State four. The other undefeated team in the top ten is Washington, And then 6 through 10 is Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Penn State. So with the top five all still undefeated, we'll take Ohio State out of the question this week because they're playing what I really think is a pretty bad Michigan State team on Saturday night. Which of the other four unbeatens out there do you think are facing the greatest threat of an upset this week? Let's start with uh, Larry Gardner. Larry? You know, my, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be wishful thinking on this, but I got to go with Florida State. The only reason I say that is, is the game with Miami every year is the biggest rivalry game. And you can't ever tell who's going to come out on top when it comes out to rivals. I think Miami defensively has enough prowess to be able to, to bottle up the offensive attack of Florida State if they play up to 
uh, the capability that they're able to. For me, overall, I think that's the the one team that has the the upset mark, <laughs> thanks to the U on their on their on their calendars this weekend. Yeah, that's a big rivalry game, and you never know what's going to happen in those games. We were talking off the air about rivalry games and what can happen in those situations. Dave, uh, tell us uh, which of those other top four unbeatens you think are in danger this week. Michigan at Penn State. I mean, Penn State, uh, Franklin needs a big win bad. Um, it's at Penn T- State. You, we know what's going on with Michigan, where are those kids' heads at. Um, they're they're reading all the stuff. Uh, they're wondering if they're going to have a coach. Um, I, w- I you know at Penn State at Penn State always on the road. Uh, Penn State needs it bad. They're turning into Georgia under Mark Rick. You know, really nice team, just not winning the big games. Um, so that'd be my pick, and then of course, you know, you're scared of Ole Miss. Uh, lost Georgia's lost a middle linebacker. Judkins going to be gashing the middle of the line. Uh, two freshmen backing up that linebacker. Georgia's primed to to uh, be an upset victim, no question. Yeah, the Nittany Lions at Penn State always play a little better at home than they do on the road, so uh, I can follow along with that one. And, of course, Ole Miss has lots of weapons out there. Jackson, uh, your pick for the upset alert for the top five this week. Yeah, I would I would have to have uh, kind of agreed with Dave on that one there. I think uh, Michigan on the road at Penn State uh, – with with all the extracurriculars going on involved in that game is one that you should keep an eye on, but uh, don't don't count out Utah. Uh, they're they're uh, on the road at Washington, but Utah's had a couple key players that's been injured all year in and out. They're pretty much a healthy ball team where they've got all their compliments ready to go for the first time this year. So and they're and they're a pretty scary bunch. So uh, just ask Florida. I think you saw. <laughs> how, how well they can play when they're when they're healthy. So uh, keep an eye on that game. I know Washington's high score and good offense, but uh, Utah may have something for them this weekend. Yeah, and they always seem uh, to be ready out there in the Pac-12. They've just been missing their starting quarterback most of the year. We all know the, the charge to the selection committee is kind of vague, uh, but in your opinion of those uh, things I sent you on the list that you think should be valued the most, by the committee to pick their top four. Dave, uh, is it wins, strength of schedule, top 10 or 25 wins, eye test? What, what what do you think they should be valuing the most? Well, strength of schedule is is really uh, hard to judge right now. I mean, that, that you can judge that at the end of the season, I think. You know, trying to do strength of schedule right now. I mean, Georgia's strength of schedule has been taking a beating as Kentucky has been losing and Florida has been losing. So I wouldn't go with strength of schedule right now. Um, I think, unfortunately, like in the old days, it's an eye test at the moment. Um, head-to-head falls into the same type of strength of schedule issue. Uh, so uh, because, it, you know, head-to-head's big, but, you know, it's like Alabama lost early to Texas, but do you really think Alabama would lose to Texas right now? I, I don't. Uh, so – for me, it's still in an eye test place. Larry, got about 30 seconds before we have to take this next commercial break. Of what, of Which of those categories or maybe one of your own do you think they should value the most? 
No, I'm, I'm kind of a 50-50 eye test resume. I wish they had a formula like we had in, in school back in the math days where we knew, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. I wish there was a formula <laughs> that would kind of fit that that you could use to be able to pinpoint what, what you value the most. But I think it's a kind of 50-50 split between your resume and your eye test. And, 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 and you can use those two things to utilize it to pick what you need to pick. Yeah, it's really tough to tell uh, what the committee is valuing. And then there's really vague criteria that they are handed to do that. We're up on our next break here on Bartow Sports Zone. We'll take a look at some of this week's most interesting games when we come back. Hey, football fans, this is Sean, owner of St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Are you ready for some touchdown-worthy treats during football season? Well, we've got something special just for you. Swing by St. Angelo's and enjoy our great pizza, famous wings, and local bar. Perfect for cheering on your favorite teams. And that's not all. Our famous $9.99 Pizza of the Month promotion is still going strong, giving you a delicious surprise every month. So don't miss out. Visit us at stangelos.com to find our menu and order online. Catch all the football action with St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. See you soon, and go team! Let Kelly and her staff pamper your pet at Kelly's Pet Grooming. Hey, everybody, Alan Sanders here. You can depend on Kelly's Pet Grooming located on North Tennessee Street right here in Cartersville, where they've been keeping local dogs and cats and their owners happy for 30 years, right in Bartow. Let me tell you, as owner of many dogs over the years, there's nobody we've trusted more than Kelly. All grooming is appointment only, and standing appointments are available. Kelly also offers express grooming and walk-in nail clipping services for dogs and cats of all ages. Call Kelly at 770-382-9013 at 770-382-9013 making Cartersville beautiful one pet at a time this is Jackson Hyde with three white campers three white campers proudly supports high school football broadcasts in Bartow County as Georgia's oldest RV dealership we're ready to handle all of your RV parts sales and service needs we're located at 1400 Cobb Parkway North in Marietta Georgia or visit us online at threewaycampers.com. 770-422-9300. Ask for Jackson. Three-Way Campers. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Barco Sports Zone as we take a look at this weekend's most interesting college football games on the Saturday slate. Uh, in that 12 noon slot, of course, we've got uh, and we've touched on the Michigan-Penn State game. That one is at Penn State. Wolverines a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Also in that time slot, you've got number eight Alabama at Kentucky. Crimson tied a ten-and-a-half-point favorite. And Georgia Tech at Clemson. I put that one in there for you, Jackson. Uh, <laughs> is Clemson, after their big uh, bounce back last week, are they primed for the picking? Well, I, I think, you know, it just depends on what Georgia Tech team shows up. We've, we've proven over and over this season that if um, if we choose to, you know, lock in, get our minds right at Tech, that we can, we can play. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I, I think, will there be a little bit of a letdown at Clemson coming off the big win at home at Notre Dame? It's very possible. They're not, they're not the Clemson we're used to seeing. They're two and four in the conference. Um, uh, you know, I think it's a lot closer than the 14 and a half. If Tech shows up, I think it's a, it's a competitive, probably last last team to get the ball will have a chance to win the ball game. The 3:30 time slot uh, tomorrow, 
has the the Miami at Florida State game that Larry talked a little bit about earlier in the previous segment. We've also got the Utah at Washington game. That's a couple of uh, top 14, 15 ranked teams, Washington at five, Utah at 14. Uh, So another big game there. Seminoles in that Florida State game, uh, a 14 and a half point favorite. The Huskies, a nine and a half point favorite over Utah. But I want to know, Larry, why is Tennessee favored at Missouri? Only because they're playing in Knoxville. It's the only reason. Do I have it backwards? I mean, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. They're playing. They're playing on the road. It's my bad. Yeah. I looked at it the wrong way. So you That's got two problem. teams that um, basically have, you know, they're even in the polls everywhere. Why would you think Tennessee would be favored there? The only the only way I can see them really being favored is that they figure that they're going to be able to come through in a big way in a matchup that will basically determine who's going to be. Uh, second in the SEC East for that for that matter, but I think Missouri's got something to prove anyway. Uh, Tennessee is really <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde comes to mind when it comes to Tennessee. Man, you play up against the big boys, but then you play down to the competition. I don't really understand why you would favor them, especially after seeing how Missouri really played themselves out of a victory against Georgia in Athens. Um, I don't know. Vegas never loses, man. I don't know why they would ever do anything <laughs> like that. Vegas never loses. But to me, if I was a betting man, I would take Missouri in a heartbeat in this contest, just defensive, defensively alone, and run with it. <laughs> David, that's an interesting matchup. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still curious. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't understand that either. I don't think Missouri's <laughs> a more uh, – complete team than Tennessee. Tennessee seems to have some strange holes, inconsistent play, quarterback plays, inconsistent. Um, you know, a lot of talent. I guess everybody's waiting for Tennessee to put it all together and, and be the team that they thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. And, you know, that happens. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm betting on Missouri. I'm thinking it's uh, a lot based on last year's Tennessee team. Not sure how that uh... – rates into uh, this matchup tomorrow. The 7 p.m. time slot, you've got Marshall at Georgia Southern. That's basically a pick game. And Ole Miss at Georgia, that's a big one with the Bulldogs favored by 10 and a half. Uh, David, can the dogs cover? Do they ever cover? I mean, uh, rarely. They're the, they're the worst cover team ever uh, because it doesn't care anything about points. Uh, Smart doesn't. Uh, it's a uh, it's a strange phenomenon that you know they they, pl- they seem to play the first half to uh, to not get themselves in a hole, and then the second half, you know, it's like back when Dooley was coached, he believed you just make sure you're there in the fourth quarter, and you win in the fourth quarter, and that, that's almost the personality of this team. All that depth starts to shine in the fourth quarter, and uh, that's the way Alabama was doing it. All during the early, you know, early two thousand, you know, two thousand ten on right through there, they would fourth quarter come in and they'd just be leaning on people. Georgia's of the same ilk. The late games starting at seven thirty: Florida at LSU, Texas at TCU, Michigan State takes on Ohio State. That's in the seven thirty slot, and then the ten thirty game is USC at number six Oregon who uh, in a lot of opinions out there might be 
or one of the best teams in the country right now. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of Bartow Sports Zone. I want to thank Don Startup uh, from earlier this morning, Larry, David, Jackson, Allen, and myself. We want to wish everyone a great weekend, and uh, we hope you'll tune in tonight for our coverage of Cartersville and Centennial here on WBHF. Then we'll roll over to the Cass at Kale playoff game as soon as that game is over. And uh, it'll also be available from kickoff on BartosSportsZone.com.